Welcome to Rad Sports. This is Andrew, Eric, and Harrison. All right, good morning, Vietnam. How are we doing? All right. Welcome aboard. And first off, if you're listening to this, I just want to say I'm shocked, honestly. I can't believe that you're actually listening to this. And But first, don't click out, because I'm glad that you're here. Uh, we got your boy Andrew here. We got Eric and Harrison. And, uh, you know, we're here to talk some sports. So for starters, I would like to congratulate the Houston Astros for coming back from a 3-1 to deficit yeah. to win the World Series. I should probably start off by saying today's November 1st, and the series is far from over, but... There's just not a shot the Braves don't blow this series. Big Astros fan here. Big Astros fan. I mean, the Braves started off hot. I mean, they went 3-2, 5-4 the first games. The Dodgers came back 6-5, little action. And, uh, I mean, we just saw it last night, the Dodgers. I mean, how are you going to stop them? I mean, the Braves were playing to, they're playing to lose. They didn't want to win yesterday. They wanted to win one of the next three. And when you don't go for that kill shot, you're... You're just asking for trouble. Also, can I just say, yesterday was not good baseball. I don't know how much of the game you caught, but it, it just was not good. It wasn't so much, like, the hitters doing well. Like, it was a high-scoring game. But it wasn't really a good offensive game. It was a lot of walks, a lot of... A few key errors. One by Danzy Swanson I saw, which... Love that guy, but... Gotta figure it out there. And plus, can you think of a more cursed city than Atlanta... First twenty-eight to three. Now their beloved baseball team might blow a three-one lead. I don't know what's worse, this or the infield fly. I mean, didn't Georgia lose a big game too uh, a few years ago in the national championship game? Uh, there's so many accounts. It's just. I mean, there's just. Not, how is there a way that the Braves don't blow it? You know, I mean, they blew it last year to the Dodgers. They miraculously got into the World Series this year. I just don't know how they keep it afloat. I mean, can you really stop the Astros? This is so something I want to talk about with the Astros. So, you know they're they're not cheating anymore, right? No, they're cheating. I saw so Mar- that, I saw Mar- Maldonado get three every out last night. They're cheating. But the, uh, he had he was back in the truck up round and round and first going to second there. I'm surprised he made it. But yeah, I mean, you got to think they're not cheating. So that makes you think that maybe they are cheating. Like the oh, more they're, they're cheating. I mean, I can just imagine Dusty Baker sitting there and just completely oblivious to it all. Like, what if? What were you saying the other day? What if he just accidentally slips up? Yeah, he accidentally mentions that they're cheating. Mary, I like his gloves. Yeah, he moved uh, moved to a little latex. You know, a little, yeah, a little extra action going there. Getting me all hot about. and bothered. Yeah, he's got the wristbands going. He's got the latex on. I mean, this dude is ready to play. Now that's that's America's manager right there. Like. You can't beat that guy. I mean, I hate the Astros. You can't have him win, but it's dusty. Like, what are you going to... Cubs legend. Love that team. You remember those days back on the Cubs? Yeah. All right, Harrison, who's your pick for the uh, to win the World Series? They're going back to Houston. Is there a problem in Houston, or are they... Is Houston taking I care of business? I think you have to see game six. I think... Well, obviously. My co-host Eric said if they didn't win game five, it was over. But I honestly do think. I'm actually, game six, if they come out in game six, firing again, I think they could win in six. But if it goes to game seven, I think all the narrative will gonna compound on Atlanta, and they're going to feel the pressure and lose. I actually agree with that take. I know I'm supposed to like disagree with them here to be like a compelling podcast. That's, but, your, that's your niche thing. But no, I actually agree with that. Yeah, who are we if we don't disagree with each other? All right, Braves in six. So we all love baseball, but uh, I think we got to move into the NFL now. We got week the eight national. right now. 
the National Week Eight Football League. Now I don't know if you've all heard, but there's a new king in the NFL. No more Tom Brady. We know Drew Brees is retired. Rogers doing well, but no, he's we have not. A new king, and his name is Mike White. All right, now Mike, he threw for what? Four hundred five yards, three touchdowns. Picks or picks, you know, they don't really matter as long as you're throwing touchdowns. Our sweet boy Jameis has taught us that very well. But um, rest in peace. So I just want to address the elephant in the room. Obviously, the reason Mike White did so well is because the Jets, they got Joe Flacco in the building. And you bring Flacco in. It's and the Flacco you, magic. You elevate your standing, your status as an organization when you bring Flacco in. Now, the Eagles, they're a poverty franchise. So, you know, that's why he didn't work out there. But, I mean, when you have someone like that in the locker room, I mean, look, you took you got there on Friday, right? I mean, it took him it took him two days to just take it's Mike White takes. to the next level. 48 I mean, hours. I think Mike White is elite. Like, I think we can say that now. Especially with Flacco. So too. Now, the only knock on him is that he didn't give Flacco number five. He kept number five for himself. And now, when Flacco comes into the room, you give him number five. Like, Are we sure that wasn't Flacco out there? It looked like Flacco. You know, maybe it you was. Know, just, I didn't check. I know Flacco has so many 400-yard games in his career. He has to have at least, like, He doesn't have any. Like, yeah, he has zero, five, zero. Yeah. <laughs> has more 400-yard passing games than Joe Flacco. And that's, that's what makes him elite. And you know why? It's, that's because of Joe Flacco. Yeah, he's saving them for Mike White. Now, Harrison, what do you think about Joe Flacco joining the uh, joining the Jets? Is Mike White the future? I mean, obviously, Zach Wilson's done. Right? I don't know. You had him last year, and you got rid of him. And then you used assets for a bad franchise that needs all the assets it's needed to bring in a quarterback that you didn't even start. So I think it's a wasted uh, move by the Jets, who desperately are trying to turn that poverty franchise around. So did they, were the Eagles big-brained in this? Because, you know, they traded for Minshew... A few weeks ago, and that was an odd move. Like, who trades for a third-string quarterback? Yeah, it's it's really mind-boggling what these GMs in the league do. You think that they'd be more careful with their assets, but they're slinging around for quarterbacks that aren't going to see the field, or at least you hope don't see the field, because it means something wrong, bad happened. I think basically it was just a white elephant party. They were trying to give each other the worst gifts possible. And it worked out beautifully. Yeah, it worked out beautifully. That Flacco intangibles. So the real question is, are the Jets gonna make the playoffs now? Like I think, like they have to with Flacco. Yeah, I mean, Mike. Flacco. I mean, Mike White. I mean, Which, whichever person. one. Yeah, they would never They're interchangeable. I mean, I mean, you could even say they have the best two quarterbacks in the league. That's crazy. Like, and that's on one team. I mean, I mean, what is Zach Wilson going back to BYU? Like, can he do that? I mean, he did so poorly in the NFL. Maybe they'll let him back. Like, I mean, they're paying people now. Like, what's the big difference? It does say a lot about the the Jets that your first round pick who went number two overall struggled all year and then uh, uh, uh he Mike White came in and threw for four hundred yards. What does Zach White or what does Zach Wilson not have that Mike White does have? I think it's actually something that Zach Wilson has that Mike White doesn't, and I think you know where I'm going with this. I do know where you're going with this. It's the headband. It is fucking him up. And he should stop wearing it. If your favorite team drafts a quarterback from college who wore a headband and continues to wear that headband then to the NFL, you're looking at a quarterback at their lowest is going to be a bust. At their peak, it will be a gimmick quarterback who can win you regular season games but won't help you win the playoffs. We're looking at you, Baker Mayfield. We're looking right so at Zach you. Zach Wilson's neither. That's where we're going. I mean, he's, it's too early. He could be an average quarterback, but it hasn't is, started out. Is he going to be a Josh Rosen? Is he is he done? I mean, is Mike yeah, is Mike White there forever? Like that's that's what I'm going with. I'll like, have to see what happens this week, but 
If they can get another win, we I want think. only hot takes here. Okay, you can't you can't say we want to wait and see. Like we have to have a hot take. Can we just talk about it? My hot take is yes, and the Jets are running the table. I mean, I think they have to. I mean, and has anybody ever looked more like a Mike White than Mike White does? Like you look at that's him, a good point. Look at him, and he I just, don't know what that means, but you're spot on with that. Screams Mike White. Create a, a create a pro, and Mike White came out. That's true. Well, he's no Justin Fields. Yeah, you want to give us some info on Justin Fields? Uh, I yeah, mean, he's the, he's the greatest. Is it Matt Nagy? Is it Justin Fields? Is it are we missing Mitch Trubisky? Where is he now? He's the backup somewhere. Backup for the Bills. Hey, it couldn't be in a worse It's spot. more Matt Nagy than it is Justin Fields. I'll tell you that much. You know, big Bears fan, big Bears fan here. Love that team. Ride or die. Ride, yeah, die. ride or die, that's what I always say. I've never once changed allegiances in any sport ever. And if you hear that, it's slander. Just know it's not true. Yeah, Eric's a big fan of all 32 NFL teams. Right? Like 28. We have not the Cowboys. Well, uh, so what four are you taking off? You can't be a Saints fan. I, I can't picture you as a Saints. Taking off the Panthers, just they know what they did. Um, let's Respect. see what else we're taking off. But the, what about uh, uh, WFT? The football team? Uh, they're good. They were on my list, but they changed their name. You know, I I really like the football team name. I think it's clean. You see, I, I I if we could rock a football club, I mean, how much better would that be? Washington Football Club. Football Club, yeah, FC. <laughs> I think the. Like, I don't. I don't even think they should change their name. I, I'm. I'm digging the Washington football team. I don't think they should either, yeah. I think, um, what are they, like, I think the Red Hogs would be good just because it'd be funny to be like, Red Hogs! Yeah, like, I mean, or like the Redskin Potatoes or something like that. Yeah, Redskin like, Potatoes. I mean, that, you gotta make a joke out of it. I mean, we all know what they're doing. The that'd Reds. be like, yeah, that'd be like a bad taste move, but I, I'd allow it. I mean, it's clear as day. I mean, they had the original name. They're changing it to the football team. They're going to keep that for a few years until the merch starts to stop selling. And then, oh, we're going to rebrand again. What if they, you know how, uh... The Premier League, they change sponsors every year. What if they just change their name every few years? Oh, uh, they could sell their name. They could be like, they could be like in the Korean baseball league where, yeah, oh, I like, like that. We're the Samsung Washington the football Sam's team. The Smart football team. The Sa- yeah, the Sam's yeah. Mart. Yeah. What's big indeed? It could be the uh, Royal Farms is big in Baltimore. Go ahead and grab yourself some uh, Royal Farms coffee. We're not getting paid to say that. I just wanted to say that. Um, but you can pay us. You can Royal Farms if you're listening. Please, first of all, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> And because uh, nobody listens to this, but anyway, back on uh, get back on track here. Uh, we're talking about quarterbacks. Let's talk about a system quarterback. And I'm ready to say that Baker Mayfield has been replaced by Case Keenum. I mean, Case did the same thing Mike White did. He came in and performed at the same level, if not better. So what are we doing with Baker here? Like, are you keeping him? I mean, the guy can barely throw. I guess you keep him just because, like. Are you riding with Case? I mean, the team's not gonna be good either way. The the defense is bad. I thought I thought the Browns won the Super Bowl in the off season. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. They're off season champions every year. That's what makes them impressive. It's true. They have an off season dynasty going on. I think. I don't think they've lost the off season in two years. I mean, Jarvis Landry coming back was supposed to be huge, and he lost in the game yesterday. <laughs> he had a rough one. Wide receivers had a rough one uh, yesterday. I don't know if you saw the AJ Green. I mean. What was that? Like, I mean, he's on my fantasy team. I check at the beginning of the game. He's got 10 points in like the first or second quarter. I'm like, okay, finishes the game with 10 points. Like, what, what are you doing out there? Are you just not trying? Like, he was I draft l- you every year, AJ Green. You're you're supposed to be my guy. <laughs> Why are you drafting him every year? Well, he's, he's a good bench player. He's good for team morale. Oh, okay. You know? 
Well, he was just blocking on the final play of the game and just wasn't even looking as it got intercepted. My man's a run-blocking wide receiver, and that's rare in the NFL, and you're going to mark rare, him yeah. down for that. It takes courage to go out there and block the CB, even though that CB then got the game-stealing interception. He's, he's playing to the whistle. Yeah, he did a great job of blocking the guy he got he an interception. Blocking. Yeah, yeah, wait he a second. He blocked him right to the ball, as they would say. That's kind of a sick interception. Christian Kirk is wide open, too. No, I'm not mad because Christian Kirk is on my fantasy team. I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad. Big Arizona guy. Oh, but love Arizona. Big Arizona yeah. fan. So Big one, Cardinals they're fan. The they're one of the 28. Let's see. Uh, Giants. Giants are on my four. I don't like the Giants. Do are not the care Steelers, for them. Steelers off the four? No, Steelers are on the 28. Love the Steelers. Harrison, what do you feel about the Steelers? Browns, one of the four. They're, they're an interesting team that's uh, very mid right now. Very I mean, mid. I, I'd go out on a whim here. I mean, I'm obviously a Ravens fan, but I'd say Big Ben is getting a new contract. Playing so well. I mean, you walked that guy. He's not playing well. Him and Brady are the future to, of the league. You're trying to make that thing is not working. I heard he's getting ready to sign an extension. Hasn't he not thrown an interception in, like, weeks? I mean, no, he threw an interception uh, last week. Oh, that's a shame. Or not last week, two weeks ago. Last week was he had a good streak going, though. He's been playing, oh, he did have a long streak. That's been right. playing good ball. You can't complain that way. So, another news in, uh, actually, today. Uh, Adrian Peterson's back. Replacing Derrick Henry. Oh, I think is that even just no. a... Uh, I mean, you're just moving from one MVP to the next with AP. My fantasy season is over, basically, is what that means. Hey, Derrick Henry's going to be back for the fantasy playoffs. He's Maybe. Gonna, oh, that'd be, yeah. He's going to risk it all for Eric's uh, Eric's fantasy team. Eric's got him on the line. He's actually going to be, in our next show, Derrick Henry's going to be on the line speaking from Eric's fantasy team. Love that guy. Big Titans fan. Big Titans Eric fan. Eric loves his Titans. I mean, he's born and raised in Nashville. Born and raised. And another thing I wanted to mention was, I don't know if you caught the end of the, the Colts game, uh, the mascot had a little, impl- I haven't, I haven't that seen, was really sad, I haven't yeah. seen anybody that down bad before, I mean, you know mascots, they get upset, I mean, they're, they're, they're into the game, you know? They're, yeah, they're, he was into it, he's, he's into a little it. too into it. Yeah, he was, I, I, I hope somebody checked on yeah, him. Yeah, we need to get a wellness check on that guy. Yeah, I feel bad that, I mean, I just, I just don't even know, I don't even know what to say about him, I mean, I, I don't even know his name, I mean... Uh, it's probably something horse-related. Horse yeah, I, I could, he's a horse, so you know. I could... Or it's oh, I bet it's like a really like human name that starts with a Barry. C. Uh, Barry, Barry, Barry the. <laughs> yeah, who knows? All right, so now we're gonna move on to hockey, the NHL. All right, and um. The national. Wanna... <laughs> the national part two. Uh, I want to preface this by saying I'm obviously the biggest hockey fan in the group. I've been a uh-huh, life, yeah. lifelong, lifelong Washington Capitals fan since 2014. Attended yeah, my yeah. first game in 2017. Um, he jumped on at the right time. And I jumped. I was before the championship, so you know who's the real winner. Me. The real OG. Right I there. was actually interviewed and not put on TV. They didn't put it on TV. But uh, when we were at the Eastern Conference Finals, the game they lost. That was the one I was there. Spent two hundred dollars on a towel. Um, beautiful towel is hanging in my room. I've got two of them. You stole one? No, I went to two games that series. Uh, <laughs> they, they lost both. Well, look who's the bad luck charm here. Yeah. But we're moving on. We just watched the Capitals lose their first game in regulation before it was either To the all same team that they were playing when we saw them in the playoffs. Now, you know, Eric, I was really Tampa nervous Lightning. they were going to lose to the Coyotes the other night. It was like back-to-back. The Coyotes had gotten what, blown out the uh, the game before. And then um, Caps are playing hot. Uh, there's just no way they win that game. And then they sneak away with a, a gritty game. I know you texted me about their goalie, the uh, Coyotes goalie. I don't know yeah, his name. Yeah, Vimelka. Yeah, he was... Uh, trust me, I don't know his name either. I'm pretty sure it's Vimelka. That sounds right. But yeah, I'll tell you, that game, it was a great game by the Capitals. They were dominating from the puck drop 
I was watching the first period, domination. I was very pleased. Second period, domination. Third period, and I was like, wow, this feels like a blowout. I looked at the score, 0-0. Zero, zero. And I was, well, I, I was kind of expecting it. Honestly, you know, it's a letdown game. Um, I kind of was expecting them to have some trouble with the Coyotes just for no real reason. But, you know, they pulled it off, and that's what great teams do. Great teams find a way to win. And Ovechkin got a goal. That's bigger than a win. You know, I'd, I'd trade every win for an Ovechkin for, like, just him to get that record. Just you know, I saw I saw a close. stat that with the uh, – he's experienced two walkouts, and is it a shortened season this year? Uh, it was a shortened season, season last year. Okay, so he – so yeah, so he's had a shortened season, he two said two walkouts. shortened seasons, two luck. Well, a lockout so, yeah, for half a season. He's pushing close to, what, 200 games less than he should be Pretty at this much. point in his career. And Gretzky, Gretzky missed a lot in his career, too, because of various things. But I think Ovechkin has missed more at this point. Well, Vetchin's built different. He is built different. The greatest goal scorer of our generation, by far. That's true, yeah. I mean, you can't compete. I mean, he's just such a great competitor. You love to you love to see him out there. He is, yeah. Every night. And uh, I think we should bring up our our favorite team, the best team in the league, the Seattle Kraken. Oh, um, yeah, Seattle. I mean, I'm huge on the bandwagon. I have no merchandise, but, you know, I... I mean, you can't. How, how can you hate a, a new team? The only way you can hate a new team well, is if they're Vegas. Actually, right? I do know somebody who hates the Seattle Kraken. Do you want to weigh in on this? Um, I just think they really botched up their expansion draft picks, and therefore have uh, ruined their long-term uh, viability in the league, which they'll have to go through a longer rebuild period because they picked very average players instead of very bad players or very good players. And long-term, this will be bad for them. Do you think there was some sort of strategy in doing that? Um, I would say if there was a strategy, it was a very bad strategy. They picked players that then they let walk in free agency. You didn't even take players that then you could have flipped for even like third or fourth round draft picks. Just another bunglement of your assets and how to take a big advantage in the league. That's and what you know, Vegas did so well was acquire draft capital, which then they were able to trade for better players to make their team an instant contender. And going off of that, they took Vanacek from the Capitals and then just gave him back to us for a second-round pick. They took four goals, That we had right? gotten. They, they had took, three yeah, or like four. three, three oh, or four goals. They signed a goalie and took a lot. They took three goalies. That was, they took, uh, took Vanacek. They took uh, the man from uh, Joey Decord from Ottawa. And then they took uh, James or Drager from Florida. And they signed Grubauer. Yeah, in the offseason they signed Which him. is just kind of weird that you would do that. He hasn't been good for them this year. I thought they should have taken like one of the big contracts that they could have taken. Like uh, your uh, Voracek's or even like your... Uh, what's the guy's name on? You gotta help me out. On the Blue Jackets. Um, He's not Voracek. Domi. Domi, yeah. Max Domi. I, I thought they should have done that. I think they... Who did they end up taking from the Blue Jackets? They took some guy I've never heard of like Bruther or something who then walked in free agency. Yeah, like they the didn't even, that's just weird. It's just weird. So I guess the question I have to ask here is, did they, they obviously didn't do a good job, but is this what you expect from an expansion team? Or did, Ve- did Vegas just do it right? Or like what happened here? Were they just on top of it? I think Vegas just like bent everybody over the table and they kind of just learned. Uh, all the other teams kind of learned for this one. And then Seattle was not willing to compromise. So they were asking for like way too much. And by the time it got too late, it got too close to the to the uh, expansion draft, and they hadn't made any deals, and they just kind of panicked, and they started taking random stuff. Is that what you think? 
Yeah, I think that GMs, for whatever reason, somehow learned. <laughs> somehow, GMs are yeah. Not They're not to, known not to learn their lessons. They usually make the same mistakes over and over again. But I, w- I really thought there'd be a lot of side deals. With a flat cal- cap world, this was your big chance to offload bad contracts onto a team that would ha- need to reach the salary floor. And But now that opportunity's been missed, and then they didn't pick good players for some reason. It was a very, very interesting um, expansion draft. So the Capitals tonight, you know, as we mentioned, 1st of November, they're playing the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, our dreaded foes. The uh, Yeah, back, dreaded foes. Back-to-back uh, Stanley Cup champions. First of all, how do you have a Stanley Cup champion in Florida? Like, I think what's, what's the, that all about? Also, like, I think it was the first time ever the, the hockey team has won back-to-back cups. Yeah, I, I, I've, if it has happened in the past, I don't remember I, it. I, I can't think of a time that any team has. Yeah, um, so. I remember, I remember. I mean, teams win one in a row all the time. Yeah, the know? Capitals won one they in a row. They won one in a row. One in a row, uh, baby. Yeah, so that's something that dynasty. you strive for. That's a dynasty, you know? I mean, you can win the President's Trophy every year. Winning one in a row doesn't happen every year. Well, you know, Eric, the, uh, the Capitals went into this year. They're projected to be the oldest team in the league. Ended up being the third oldest team in the league. So that's that's good. That's progress, you know? Yeah. Um, and they've had a big influx of young talent. I mean, I know, I know, height is a big, uh, big factor for you. So they got some six-five <laughs> guys on the size. I know you can't judge height, but you like, you like what it looks like on paper. They got some yeah. big young guys who could make a make a difference and build around their uh, their aging stars. Yeah, you know, uh, I've long since thought that their uh, their prospect pool has been has been underrated, and this year is the first year that I was actually right about that. Because they do have a lot of really young prospects who are very good now. Actually, all three of the or their first three picks from the 2018 draft were all starting tonight. We had uh, Brett Leeson, their second round pick, Connor McMichael, their first round pick, and Alex, Alexi Protas. I think this is. I think it's Alexi. It's either Alexi or Alexander. Um, you know, he's Russian or he's Belarusian. I we think. apologize to our Russians. We just offended. I think. I think Belarusians getting called Russians. I don't think they like that actually. Um, I hope we don't get canceled day one. Yeah, I didn't think we need an audience to get canceled day one. Uh, but yeah, those, those three guys, I think they're going to be good. Uh, McMichael should be good for sure. Uh, Leeson, we'll see, you know. I think Pro, I think Protus could be really good. Um, again, 6'5", you know, you got to love that height. Um, he's fast. He, he had a bad play today, which led to a goal. He lost a faceoff. You know, the, the, the lineman kind of like kind of like messed with him, though. He was like, he like dropped the puck real quick and he just lost it. Uh, I'm gonna get away from that. You know, I, I I'm not gonna blame the rest, but you know, we got screwed. We got screwed. We got screwed. Okay, but you know, so what young do, talent. What do you think of uh, the new coaching hire? I mean, I know you were anti Trots there for a while, and uh, Reardon. Uh, trots. I know you didn't like Reardon either. Uh yeah, Reardon made Trots look good. Trots is an all right coach. You know, he's he went on to win. He has his. I mean, do winners win? Yeah, he won the. They kind of won the cup that year in spite of Trotz. Though. They, did. they weren't he was really gone. following he was his, out the door. They weren't really following his system by the end of that that year. They were they were hanging around Reardon, right? Like he was the one that was the big ringleader. He was an assistant coach at the time. Yeah, allegedly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They just Trotz is what he is. I like Laviolette. You know, he's he's all right. We'll see how he if they can win a playoff series with him. So the thing that I've noticed, uh, as I said, huge hockey fan, go way back. Um, but you know I have a diverse knowledge of other sports too, and I just it's just so much room here for me to talk about sports. But it seems to me that coaches in the NHL they get fired at a lot higher frequency than coaches in the other league. I mean baseball, you know, 
you got some guys that'll stick around for a while. And in the NHL, it just seems like they're in and out if they aren't doing well. They don't get time to adjust. I mean, Reardon was the coach for two years. Is that because the Caps are in a win-now mode, or is that it seems to be common around the league? It is pretty common around the league, but it is a little bit deceptive because it is like the same five guys who get fired and rehired. Um, they kind of just shuffle around, you know. Like they have like the hockey is such like a culture around it where it's like if you're a hockey guy, like you're the hockey guy, and like no matter how bad you are and how many times you show that you suck at hockey and like you being put a in coach, the work, you know, yeah, you, you you're a work. hockey guy, so yeah. you're gonna get your chances, like. Um, Pierre Maguire. It's the American dream. God bless Pierre Maguire. He's up, upper management now for the Senators. God bless him. I'm not sure that's a smart decision, but God bless him. I mean, it's called. It's a term that I'm going to use often. Love the Senators, by the way. You know, you yeah, can fail upward. He like failed sideways a couple times, and then he failed up. It was, it's impressive, you know. He failed down, failed sideways, just failed a lot, really. But you know, and that's how, that's what makes you succeed, failing. The real winner is us, though, because we don't have to watch him in between the glass anymore. I mean, you're not going to miss him a little? Oh, no, no, no. So as we, we touched on before with the uh, the GMs and the expansion draft, it just it seems to me that sometimes everybody in the world knows the right and the wrong move to make, and a GM will go out and make the wrong move. Like, did they think it over their plan and just choose the wrong action? Like, what what's going through their mind there? Like, how, how did they get to this position? Is it the same, like, because they're hockey guys, you know, they got to be out there. On the ice with the boys, you know? Is that is that what's going on? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. A lot of, like, the hockey guys, like, they just have a lot of head injuries, I think. So, you know, they're not operating with a full deck anymore. Um, A lot of the guys who are, like, GMs now are, like, the enforcer types. So they, they like, they're used to solving problems by, like, just hitting it really hard. So that's kind of what the approach they bring to their GMs, I think. And that's, that's interesting. If, uh, you know, I don't know the background of all the hockey uh, general managers, but that doesn't seem to be the case in... Many other sports. In baseball, you got all these Ivy League graduates. They're the new GMs. Um, I'll one day be the GM of the Orioles, but we'll let, yeah, Mike, we'll let Michael Elias have his time. He can have his run. Um, but you got all your. I actually went to the National Public Honors College, so you know it's kind of a <laughs> But you know, you got the Ivy League guys in the NFL. You got who knows what you have in the NFL. You just got such a mod of people. You just got guys. But it doesn't. And honestly, you know, to me, it seems like in football. The guys that played football at a lower level are the ones who are successful at coaches. And that's kind of the same thing in baseball as well. But hockey really does seem like the guys that played are the ones that are getting the more opportunities. It's just, it's, NHL is just the best, worst league you don't, probably don't watch. You know, it's, it's got great, it's, the gameplay is fantastic, but all the, like, the behind the scenes stuff, just everything about it is just like, it's just not great. But, you love it. Oh, I've fallen in love with it. You know, I I used to watch baseball here and then the NFL, and then I need something to tie me over. I just got so yeah, it is really good how it, how it it's comes perfect. in right, I mean, right when the dead season it's, starting. It's almost like they knew what they were doing when they were designing the schedule. Yeah. All right, I'm hot right now. I'm really hot. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. All right, I've had to listen for years as a huge Bears fan, big Bears fan, big Bears fan, huge, about how good he is and how we passed on him. How could we pass on him and draft Mitchell Trubisky? Fuck this guy. I'm watching this Monday Night Football game. He sucks. He sucks. He's terrible. All right, and I'm not just mad because he won't throw to Travis Kelsey, who is my tight end, but he sucks, okay? All right, I'm done.